Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Textually Active, your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, and all the ships in between. I'm Rez, and I got Meezy with me. We in the house, house, house. I got E on the boards. Yo, yo, yo. And we're all here. How y'all feeling today? What's good? Tell me what's up. I'm here to pod. I'm here to go. I'm having a good time. Let <laughs> me hear Sean get fired. Shut up. Stop talking to the audience like that. They're here to listen to you, and you say stuff like you're here so you don't get fined. We can't find you for not coming. I'm, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Who's going to find you? I am. Is it fine or find? I was saying fire, but, you know. Fire? Yeah. You, this is a tenure. You can't get fired. You, uh, you already, technically, you already signed. Yeah. Nigga, contracts get broke every day. Look at Kanye on the internet trying to figure out a way out of his. Kanye is a lost about cause. To, he is about to tweet his way through them, them, them deals. Are you comparing yourself to Kanye? I mean, if we want to be here, if we want to compare, I say problematic stuff on here. That is Kanye, yes. Mm-hmm. I did support Trump at one point on this podcast. Especially if they give us another spin. He might get not going up there. That, if that that twenty five hit, Eric, you get him. You say something to him. I if, I really don't. That twenty five hit. I don't have anything. Do you have anything? So I feel like the twenty five only happens if you are married. So are you getting married? I mean, eventually. I ain't know. I ain't say right now. So probably. Technically, so. you don't have to get married because you both are getting twenty five. What what? Look at 20, look at twelve fifty. Using that, you using that piece. So when you add them both so, together, so are, you, so are you saying that just because you have a girlfriend that like you're claiming her money? That's not toxic. Yeah. Oh, says the nigga that asked his girlfriend for a PlayStation Five. That's her money. What if she I, don't want to buy you one? She asked me if what she wanted to, if what I wanted, and I said I would like a PS Five. I ain't gonna hold. They cut that unemployment check in half, and I ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the math. I was like, man. I'm just saying. That I'm gonna have to be unemployed for another six weeks to get this. I'm just saying. The only thing we really have is our word as black people. <laughs> Who said that they was and giving you a PS Five? You did. And, and I, it it was it was a uh, during uh, a tournament that you were a part of that you happened to win and you was like oh if I win and I was like and I was like and he was like what would you want if I won I was like would you give me a PS five he's like I sure damn would, bro baby the whole check was that much yeah and I'm just saying I come Christmas all I'm saying is also when you see me selling this WAP on uh, OnlyFans don't be mad. Why she has to take us over? <laughs> I didn't see what she said wrong. You gotta, you gotta think about the lengths that your woman will go to get you what you want. I've been trying to do it for weeks. Jazz, take pride in it. Jazz just want all my butt cheeks. I've been trying. She just won't do what? She want all my butt cheeks <laughs> for what? My OnlyFans. So, walk me through this because I'm just a little <laughs> lost. So, you told me that your OnlyFans would be you eating chicken wings naked. All up, right? Yeah. So I'm assuming that you're sitting down eating these wings. Was I wrong? Yeah, I see Indian style. So you want that oiled honey honey to oil up that carpet while you eat them wings Indian style. Listen, he said the dinner is the wings and the glaze is like honey buns. So like wings and buns. Okay. Um, yeah, I get you sex work. Yeah, don't sex work is shaming. I'm not like, shaming. Yeah. I didn't say anything. Yeah, I said yeah. walk me through this because I'm sometimes, confused. Sometimes you have to look at the pe- the lengths that people will go through <laughs> to be able to make ends meet. You know this is a tough time. We gotta- oh, good word, ends meet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's good. That's good. No, but um, yeah, we got to do whatever we got to do to keep these funds running in. All I'm saying is I'm just try- out here trying to buy property. That's it. Uh, with my with my new stummy, my fifteen hundred dollars. How much did they even send the first time? Twelve. Twelve. Twelve yeah. fifty. That's how long we've been in this. We've been in this because like y'all forget that that was like three months ago. And they only sent one. Like damn. And it was not enough. I mean, no. I still got it, but you still got it. Yeah. Oh, please don't talk. Don't talk to me about buying land from a place of privilege, sir. Mister, I got a stummy and I work too. Anyhow, 
You was probably making more than me unemployed. I'm confused. I wasn't. I was not. Shit. I, I didn't see any of those ends. It, it was cheap. Anyway, um, so while we're here, let's go ahead and jump into our discussion for the week. Are you ready? I'm just here, so I don't care. Fine. I don't know. Are you guys ready? I don't know what we're talking about. Guys, we talked about this. You do know what we're talking about. To be honest. We don't don't prep. To be honest. How dare you guys? I fucking forgot. Okay. All right. I'm going to break it down for you. We don't prep before. Hey, Meezy, are you a millennial? Yes. Hey, E. Yeah. Are you a millennial? Sure is. Somebody asked me if I'm a millennial. Yes. Yeah. Are you a millennial? Hell yeah. Okay. All right. Are we fed up? Yeah, sure. Are we tired? Retweet. Do niggas always got shit to say about millennials? Yes, actually. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Okay. When I was prepping for this topic, I went on the internet to see what the streets had to say about millennials. So I'm going to read this to you because you guys don't sound like you're angry enough about what they were saying about us. So they said. You didn't hmm. tell us last week we need to mind our business. So in our, And I quote, we, I did say that, but I'm, I'm going to just tell you all what the streets are saying about us because they talk real greasy about us. So. The millennial generation is often characterized as narcissistic, technology-obsessed, social media-driven, and, of course, student debt-burdened. But there's plenty to millennials beyond what you see in the headlines. So we're narcissistic. Yes. We're obsessed with technology. We're social media-driven. And we all got student debt. Did you see this on Instagram? Huh? Did you see this on Instagram? No, I actually looked it up. Oh, well, it don't fucking matter if they sneak this on Instagram and I ain't see it. <laughs> Fuck them niggas. So, what was this on? Uh, on Boomer Weekly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking BuzzFeed. You know that for sure. Yeah. Fucking BuzzFeed put out. It be our own people writing these nah, bullshit ass Because articles. shout out to the Boomers because they the biggest haters of the millennials. If we had to go through it, you got the Boomers, Generation X just be minding their business, millennials, and then the Gen Zers, which people always confuse us for. And I'm calling them Zoomers, all right? I'm the Zoomers. Sticking, I'm, I'm sticking to this. That's what the they're Zoomers. Called. You guys are getting your education on Zoom. Don't talk to me. Um, so wow. the Boomers are our biggest haters. They have the most to say. So these are the old-ass people are who those, were born who b- between 1946 and 1964. Oh, so our parents. Now, I don't think my parents... Uh, let me not say... They're, not say yeah, yeah, they are. All our parents are Boomers slash <laughs> I hope my parents is Gen X because I'm about to talk so much shit about the boomers. Well, you but might anyway, talk shit about your parents. <laughs> I'm not talking shit. This is not for you, parents. I know y'all listen. I love y'all. Y'all not haters. Y'all supporters. Y'all my biggest supporters. So fuck everything. This ain't this ain't about y'all. Let me do the math. Real Pussy. Quick. You see, you look. Yeah, start yeah, yeah, start yeah. backtracking. No, nah, my parents is bo- they Generation Z. All right, I'm just going to say that right nah. now. They Gen Z. Nah, <laughs> Gen X. She lying. She lying. That's cap because I already know the numbers. Okay. So I know if you're not a millennial, mind your business, this ain't about you, but it might be about you. But this is an episode where we want to talk about all the shit the millennials get. As a generation, we did everything y'all told us to do. We went to school. We 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 picked our career. We went to college. And now we sit up here all confused, not knowing what to do because y'all fucked us up. Right. So. We just now turned into sex workers. Right. Y'all niggas was in freak nigga in y'all prime with kids at home. Okay. Let's talk about it because y'all sit up here. Our older siblings be our babysitters. Exactly. Y'all call us banana house. Y'all call us crybabies. Y'all mix us up with the Zoomers. Y'all say that we eat Tide Pods. That's not us. Let's do the separation. So for all of y'all who think that millennials do all this stupid shit on the internet, it's not us. And stop confusing us with the Zoomers. In your bag, bro. Okay. Okay. And another thing. The last time. You wanted to go watch Auntie Patty and Auntie Gladys. Remember who you called? Did you call a boomer? Bitch. No. Did you call a zoomer? Bitch. No, you ain't call no fucking zoomer because they, they too busy on their phone on TikTok, making TikToks. They don't answer your calls. Ain't they about, didn't they ban that shit this weekend? Oh, it's lit, boy. TikTok done for out here in these streets. Excuse me? Yeah, yeah. TikTok is uh, it's done. Um, as of a couple of days ago, they got the, the boot unless... Somebody bought it in and swooped in at the very last moment. Mm. Um, you hate to see it. Okay, so that's that's what I have to say about millennials. You bitches gotta go back to throwing ass on Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> go back to the reels. Get into yeah, the reels. Bro. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's about to be nasty over in the reels. Okay, so let's take yo, a step yo, back. Yo, big Facebook really had it out for them. Yes, they, yeah, they. Never mind. We're not gonna talk about it. We're not gonna talk. About I it. mean, it's part of the problem. What you know? what I'm saying. 
all of all of these companies came in, you know what I'm saying? Making it hard out here for us. You know what I'm saying? Everything we look at is some shit that you gotta fucking get an advertise for. They corrupting us, bro. I don't like it. I don't like it. And they making it look like it's our problem because we started we were the first ones with the internet. But it wasn't us. It wasn't us. We just was on it because we liked it. We Can we go back to shit. the times where we just used the internet to dial up and we only had 30 minutes on there and it said, doo-doo-doo. I mean, I had them, I had them try this. It was so big. you can speak for yourself. Oh, y'all because, didn't have the, the because one? Because the, the only internet I really had came in a CD every 60 days. <laughs> oh, okay? that's that's somebody talking with privilege. <laughs> you had real internet, nigga. I had 30 days on a trial disc right. and I had to go back to the post office what to steal a, another one. No, it, 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 <laughs> what? Make up a new a new screen name, right? And they they were like, uh, "You get one thousand hours," but it always seems to only work for a weekend. That's I'm it. Saying, the math ain't math. That ain't, that wasn't that. Math wasn't math. That's why they bum ass. <laughs> I'm glad we're here. Can you guys talk about your first experiences with the internet? So you guys had to use the CD. Yes, mm-hmm. can I? Can I uh, it smelled like broken hair, broke niggas. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, damn, that's I was crazy. I, I was about to say my first first thing that really kind of ties up mine was ASL. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God! In the chat room, trying to bag the white girl that got a camera that's in Seattle, <laughs> trying to see some coochie. Look at us, <laughs> nasty! Oh my no, gosh! Actually, it sounded a lot of like this, like all those, all those IMs coming. Oh, coming <laughs> I remember the chat rooms. Remember your whole goal when you got in the chat room was just to be noticed. So you would go in there and just say off Wild the wall shit. shit, try to start fights with people. I don't know about y'all, but I was on the internet thugging. If you if you really so wanna... you so you were being yourself in real life. Facts, <laughs> Facts. like you wasn't even faking on the internet for like you were just you. So I was on the internet <laughs> in the chat room talking about your mama smell like piss, like just cussing and stuff. I mean, at a certain hour on Twitter, you can bring back the essence. Mind you, you can relive really, really that but at about 12 o'clock. I really want to paint this picture for you guys because it was summertime and we didn't go to summer camp yet. I don't know why, but I think maybe we were at grandma's house. Grandma had the computer. I think my dad gave her the setup because he knew that we would be entertained by the computer. And she was our before care and after care. So after school, we would go to grandma's house. Mind you, I'm sitting in grandma's room on the computer getting real knuck if you buck <laughs> in them chat rooms. It was uh, a great time. Clackety clacking. Yeah. But I say all that to say that it seems like the way that we were first introduced to the internet is coming back around. And you see that now with the Instagram Live. You see it with the, I don't know if it's necessarily a chat room, but I feel like Instagram Live is kind of given the essence of a chat room because you're not necessarily talking to the person who's on live. Mostly you're interacting with the people in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been there, done that. For, for sure. I remember, what I remember, I remember sitting on a, a, <laughs> a lime wire in Kaza trying to download a porn picture that took three days. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Trying to see, trying to oh, see Pamela God. Anderson's titties, and the fucking, and it took three days just for that, and you'd be excited, and then <laughs> when it when it finally loaded, it was the wrong picture. Listen, man, <laughs> listen now, those uh 480p uh gifts were were legit. You know what I'm saying, like, fam? I was out here trying to get it. You know how long? You know how long it took me to find the uh the remix to Drop It Like It's Hot with the Jay Z verse, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> I was on that bitch for about four days looking for that, bro. <laughs> Try to get it off. Do you remember that one time? It was like it was like a good like month and a half where every single thing you did, I think it was like always the Family Matters. Uh, was like no matter what you put that, in, that and that it was bullshit. Always, it was always the Family Matters like theme song that that popped up. That and that bullshit Bill Clinton message, the fake one. Yeah, that shit mm-hmm. used to be trash. That you about to get in trouble? No, because yeah. thing is, no, no, you would no, you would sit there and wait for hours for this thing to download. And it wasn't the right thing. You'd be pissed trying to find that shit. Imagine being, like, having kids that you raised in the 90s, and this goes out to the boomers, because I feel your frustration, too. We ruined a lot of computers. Um, oh, with LimeWire. Nigga, I done went through about we four. We virus uh, up them computers. We had no respect for whatever. We, it didn't matter. We was downloading everything. I had four Dale. Uh, can't, uh, can't, can't relate. A tower computers with a dual uh, disk drive and, and they're then, burning CDs. As soon as your parents start asking, well, what what's going on with the computer? Man, I don't know. Listen, I don't know I got, what's happening. I got two words for you. <laughs> Norton antivirus. 
Oh. Which was the fucking virus, if you didn't pay for it. <laughs> really? Because that shit does keep popping up. That shit up. just keep popping up. Listen, like, fam, no. Listen, if you, if you think about it, the reason, you know, you ever think about where ads came from, it was probably because of Norton Antivirus. Because Facts. whenever whenever your shit, like, uh, didn't really come through, they would always have these pop-ups come up on your computer that you can never get seem to get rid of. Damn, that Windows 98 was no one. I ain't gonna hold you. Great times. It was great, great times. times. So, off of... The internet, because you know millennials basically invented the internet. I mean, really we ain't invented, it. but we damn sure made it hot. We got that shit popping. They made it a hot line. We made it a hot song. So next time you start talking shit about millennials, put this on your millennial plus list. Yeah, bitch. We made the internet hot. It's because of us being on uh, fucking MySpace trying to put the best Soldier Boy song on our page. Is the reason you niggas in there doing boomerang with the music in them. Remember who, that. Who was the one who gave? Mark Zuckerberg, the idea to make the Facebook. You know okay, it was the millennials. You know all them bullshit ass filters on your on your fucking uh, Instagram story. Mm-hmm. Talk don't about for, it. Don't forget, we was the ones making that fucking rain fall from the top of your MySpace mm-hmm. and slowing your entire computer down. Talk about <laughs> it. And <laughs> if you really want to get deep, millennials invented the website too. Because you know when saying? they seen all that shit that we could do on MySpace and Instagram, they said, "Why don't we make the web pages look like this?" You know what I'm saying. So You're let's let's just let's just put a tab on that. Niggas, remember being. In that computer class with them new Apple computers that was colorful back in the day. Oh, them with shits the, with was the fat, <laughs> fat back. Them was, shits was, was lit. And neon. Yeah. Nigga, them shits was lit before you talk about this new iPad that's about to drop. Nigga, mm-hmm. you need to know who who was here for all that. Who started this shit? Yeah. So let's go ahead and jump on into what millennials did for TV. Because we ain't even get there yet. We ain't even get to the Nickelodeons, the Disneys, you know the Cartoon Networks. All we ain't niggas, get to that. All you niggas' favorite stars, the ones that the parents can only remember because they watch, seen us watch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Put some respect on Keenan uh, and Kel. Mm-hmm. They've been out here being legends for a long time. Keenan's still in these streets going crazy. About okay. to bring back all that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, still doing his thing. Still doing his thing. Put some respect on him. Put some respect on SpongeBob. Now, y'all ain't going to act like Spongebob. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't really a Spongebob guy. Spongebob is that nigga. I mean, he, he out here if you want to talk memes. Spongebob is that nigga. SpongeBob he top five meme. is a meme legend. Top okay, five. We're not going to sit up here and act like that Spongebob sitting in that chair all dizzy ain't been viral six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. They, uh, I'm, all right, I'm out. SpongeBob. And don't get me started on Mr. Krabs. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We've been out here, bro. And I don't understand what the knock is, bro. Because we really if we wanna if we wanna have a deep conversation, mm-hmm. we the reason that niggas need our data. You know what I'm saying? We ended up being the the people that uh we was too young. You know you understand you wanna know how, how crazy of a thing it is that I had to ask my mama just to remind her, hey, we got to go to Target to get CDs. <laughs> like, no, we can't just be in a store and get the CDs. I have to get to go to Target and get the oh, explicit I, I, version. I see what you mean. What because you mean. this is the only way it'll be the real. So niggas knew that. Like, uh, you had explicit CDs? Yeah. yeah. Y'all CDs had the cuss words on oh, them? Oh, so you were a kid's bop. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Were you, were you, <laughs> you had the little white boy singing "Down Down Baby." We roast you. You know how long it took me to realize what the real cuss words are on certain songs, like with the real, with um, it was the radio edits because you know my dad was the he was a DJ, so he would get like the DJ mixes. It was called promo. It was like a um, CD case, and it came with like a mix of different songs. Right, but it was the radio edit for the songs. Damn. So there are so many songs that came out in the nineties where I still sing the edited version because I didn't know they was cussing. Can Drop it like my, it's hot. Can, see, can you see my face? I'm just like disgusted. disgusted. Drop it like it's hot. The remix. I didn't know the cuss words. Like they would just like say other words, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's the lyrics," but it's not. So, uh, David Banner play work them. Hips run girl, but I'm sure that's not what he's saying. I mean, he kind of run girl. Like, I'm trying to do something, something. If we being honest about the whole work that, let music, me see you drips. I mean, I feel like that song is way worse than WAP. Like he was, he was like in the gym being creepy. He he wasn't saying <laughs> he was, but the thing is, is, what you're missing. He wasn't saying run girl. I'm trying to see your body sweat. He was saying come girl. I'm trying to make that pussy wet. Work that. Let me see you drip. Something like nasty. It was really nasty. Way nastier than WAP. But Listen, um, I mean, I, I just it sounds like that if you just whisper the song, it it 
it, it's not as bad. I see what you did there. Yeah. So I can saw we, what you did there. Did you get it? Well, if you whisper it's a song, a double entendre. If you catch it, there was a, a nasty song where they just whisper. Yeah. It. And it doesn't. It doesn't. Hey, how you doing, little mama? Let me whisper. That nigga on it today. I like yeah, it. He's doing great. So can we say that millennials invented the explicit version to songs? We we ain't uh, say we did that. Cause it was some nasty shit back in the day. I'm just saying, but I will I'll say take credit for it. I will say we was the reason why we niggas invented, knew. We invented stealing. <laughs> we invented stealing on it. Nah, they was already stealing. You know how many James Brown songs was right there? Them niggas was stealing for real. Yeah, that's right. But uh, what I was saying was like we've invented data. Us going to the stores, nigga. Look at all the shit we made cool. Nigga, niggas had fake ass animals that were digital in our pocket. Mm-hmm. Niggas had snap bracelets. You know what I'm saying? The Power Rangers was on this block going crazy. They, we was the ones making shit hot. We made Nokia hot. We made, we made Nokia hot. We made the chirp hot. We made a LG phone no. that didn't do shit but slide up cool. We made, we made the, the Razor hot. Made, you know, we made the Sidekick hot. You know what I'm saying? We, we made Blackberry a, hot too. If you want to talk about it, I mean, we want to talk about a, a legend in these streets. I mean, we all like a lot of you niggas that's online online right now. Can you stop messing with the mic? Sorry, I'm trying to get it right. Uh, fucking uh, getting shit right, getting shit popping on YouTube. Better thank Soldier Boy. Better thank Soldier Boy. Tell them thank that man. He knew how to run the numbers up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure did. Mm-hmm. He did from his grandma living room in there dancing to my Dougie. And the only that's thing we un- I watched that video. The and only day. thing we have to remember. Him- Remember him by is Drake. That's it. That's it. You just know what I'm saying? Drake? Just the Drake. No, we don't. I remember Crank That Soldier Boy. Was you out here doing the dance? Yeah, I did. Back when I used to know how to dance, I was doing that. Have you ever kissed a nigga through the phone? No, <laughs> <laughs> I have not. <laughs> have you ever kissed a girl through the phone? No, I have not. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. No, but millennials made a lot of stuff hot. They got to put some respect on their name when they talk about us. Um, all the things that we contribute to this culture. What other generation gave y'all Cardi B? Hmm? Wow. What other generation gave y'all Beyonce? Name another generation with LeBron in it. Come on, let's talk about it, huh? Y'all want to talk about legend? Let's talk about Drake. Oh, and for y'all, for y'all pro black Issa Rae, who else gave y'all another Issa Rae? Hey, she is going off huh? right now, bro. Huh? I mean, I mean, we, huh? she go, we can. We hey, can, you going off right now? We can go. Rihanna, across, look, we can niggas go across, love Rihanna. We can go across the aisle for a second. You know, we we gave them young black ponytail. China. Oh. We gave them young ponytail. I mean, oh, the white. They, they 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 love young ponytail. This is for Africans only. Too. This is a black only podcast. I try to hold you. This is for. Africans I purposely only. didn't say young ponytail for a reason. I mean, we gave you a mixed one with with Drake. Okay, not good enough. We gave y'all Justin Timberlake. All right, did we? Millennials gave y'all Justin. Timberlake. I mean, we didn't really give. Y'all. We he seen us and was like, "Nah, I need to be a part of that." Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Um, do you want to take another? Do you have another? Then he got lost in the woods. Do you have somebody else for another? And then he still try to come out like like meat meal, like there's woods in Philly. Like, nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> he tried to hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> what are you doing? But I mean, it's just like, I mean, look at your cell phone. We made them hot. Let's talk about it. I remember the first time my homeboy, my homeboy, Jerm, shout out Jerm, he had the three. The little, the little fat back iPhone. I remember that, and I thought this was the coolest shit in the world when I seen it. Right now, we have elevated to now. It's just bigger in, uh, it's just bigger in size with more cameras. I'm about to blow y'all in mind with this one. Lil Wayne is a millennial. Is he? Yeah. Where yeah. did the millennial stop? It's from 1981 to 1996. Oh shit! We Wayne was born in '82. We gave y'all Wayne. Some of the best rappers alive are millennials. Just know that. Hey. So, I mean, if you want to compare millennials to anything, compare us to the iPhone. We just keep getting better. We started from the still the same, <laughs> still the same, but you know, but just a little bit better. Started from the trap, now we rap. So, Good one. Uh, what, what do you always say? Like always the it's always the the best iPhone ever. When Every the, time when the new one comes out, it is just an extra camera. But that iOS fourteen, if we really want to talk about it. Flames. Yeah, that, that that might be transcendent right there. That little that little that little tap, the screenshot on the back of that thing. Fire. That little picture in picture. I can now go to YouTube from Safari and then put it on and then close the app and let it still ha- be at the top. Oh. I can now be on FaceTime and still be in other apps and then not pause on you. Oh my god. And not get and not get found out. Can't wait to just go out of town. It's about to be late. I don't know if my phone 
Nope, nope. I think I asked you about this earlier today <laughs> about if you upgraded it yet, and you told us you was like you said why. I don't know if my phone got that. Nope. Now I want to get it. <laughs> okay. Hold on, hold on. You know what else millennials created? FOMO. <laughs> we did. unfolded in real time just now. Yeah, true. Because I haven't done that. Okay, so we talked about everything millennials contribute to the culture. Are millennials the most hated? I feel like we get a lot of hate. Oh, we hated. I think it's just because. Uh, we are the only generation that didn't get to exceed our parents because they fucked it up. Talk, talk about it. So, I mean, so listen, the listen. I think you're talking about just as a general whole, right? Yeah, I'm talking about in, in general. Right. Look at it. After the Great Depression, it only went up. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So then the next time we saw something drastic as this is the 08, 09 era of recession, right? Uh, There. And then it was something in the eighties too. It was uh, Black Friday. Okay. Okay, we'll do that, and then and then and then oh eight. And then oh eight. Yeah. Now, a lot of these motherfuckers, our parents of that age, who got you know had in trouble in the recessions, are just now getting really back on their feet within the last five to ten years. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? So now you expected like they they we watch that. Nigga, we thought we were still living great. <laughs> Nigga, we didn't shit really happen. We might have moved from a house or two. Right. And but but shit was still looking good. So now we're at a point where we looking at our parents that took them ten years to get back right. And now in that ten years, we're now of age and shit ain't right to begin with. So if it fuck up, who knows how long it's gonna take us to get back right from some shit that's already fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So we the first that seen like, you know what I'm saying? Our grandparents had jobs for damn 40 years. I know people right now that are have been on a job for 40 fucking years in the industry. You know what I'm saying? I don't see that do you I don't see that happening for us at no point. Us being on a job for 40 years? <laughs> Man, get the I fuck. Mean, I mean, that's if that's if the job is even available for 40 years. Yeah, it's not. I mean, yeah, give or take. You know, and we might we might not want to be committed to it for 40 years. I'll I'll give you that. I'll we that we definitely you. don't commit to a job for more than five years. Well, because we're now able to tell motherfuckers I'm not standing for this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, the, the concept of you got to get up, go to work every day. You might not spend time with your family, but they eating, so it's pretty much okay. It was a sense of security having a job for that long. Niggas was eating. Everybody's okay. Who cares if your dad came to your baseball game? Right. Nigga, we had pork chops last night. It was lit. It was good. It's it's just that expectation that things change. Things change a lot. You really could, and I may be exaggerating a little bit, but you could finish high school, get a job, and stay at that job for forty years. Nigga, if you got a high school diploma now, you might you might as well you might not make it. You might not be able to work at McDonald's. You can't make it. So we experienced that change when it went from oh you can you can apply with a high school diploma to oh you need an associates oh you need a bachelor's. Then when you go and get the bachelor's, by the time we catch up, we got all the student debt, which was something they mentioned in that blurb that I shared in the beginning. But it's student not- debt, but we needed. To get a degree in order for you guys to hire us and for these jobs to pay us pennies. Our fault, bro. Think about this. <laughs> if I came to you, if I came to seventeen year old Rez and said, "Hey, right here, right now, I give you a hundred thousand dollars. If I give you a hundred thousand dollars right now, eventually you can pay me back." At seventeen, who the fuck says no to that? Yeah. <laughs> like here's a hundred at seventeen, I can either go be in a bunch of debt or die for a country that don't like me. Those are my only options. I can't even go get drunk. I can't even buy a pack, a pack of cigarettes. But barely. I'm, but I'm able to tell you that I want to sign up for this loan. <laughs> but somebody, I have in the no next idea. Couple years, I'll be able to get a job because this is what y'all told us. We'll be able to get a job and make six figures and drive a Lexus truck and do all this. Ex- expensive shit and when we get out of it you sitting there and yeah we making the money but you got your hand out oh and don't forget about the interest so and then they talk crazy to us like the other day i was thinking about this my sister went to the army when she was 18 right yeah so she did her four years so now she's home at 21 she was able to buy a house right okay but think about this imagine being 
18 and you go into the army. At what point did I know? What point did I learn? Uh, this is how you buy a house. This is how you fill out the loans. This is how the loans process. Like what I need to look for, nigga. Like, I'm how, like, fresh. How you, like how'd you learn credit and all? I'm stuff. fresh out of like going to the football game in high school, trying to get a little finger bang done on the bleachers. You always talk about that finger banging. I mean, just because you are now here getting finger bang, you sound jealous. Uh, I'm hating a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm fingering like, was never my thing. I'm not going to hold you. No? No, I don't like uh, that. I mean, it was. It ain't really that exciting, but it's just the idea when you think about it. Like, I did this in a public. I might be an adventurous, but whatever. <laughs> Voyeur. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. Might get caught sometimes. Okay. But, like, imagine, like, being there, like... I don't know anything about none of this, and I'm expected to, when I come home from the Army, just be on it like this. And nobody ever taught me that shit. Like, we had this credit thing. We watched our parents, but we wasn't really paying attention to know, oh, this is how you fucking uh, pay off your credit cards. We just like, oh, let me get this credit card because I'm trying to go to the mall. Mm -hmm. Like, it's wild for them to talk shit to us, but they ain't teach us shit. Mm Mm-hmm. They just made made an example and said, "Don't do what I do what I say and not what I did." Like, and make sure you out of my house by the time you're eighteen. Yeah, like, I nigga, think- I didn't know. I didn't know that the reason we had a house full of groceries because the EBT card was hitting hard. You know what they say? <laughs> like, I didn't know that. You know how they say? Shout uh, out to everybody who was selling food stamps. Certain people walk so other people could run. We the generation that had to walk. We the generation, you know how they talk all that shit. I had to drive the bus to get to school. I had to catch the bus to get to school. I had to walk ten miles to get to school. That's us. That's millennials. I feel like I feel like we don't really get too much. I was a uh, car rider. No, we I was no. I feel, like, I feel like we don't get too much uh, credit as trailblazers, right? Because you got to think about it. Our parents were in a place where, like, you had the boomers who kind of created like what the new norm was, right? Mm-hmm. And in Gen X and us, we had to learn all that stuff. But when you got into our stuff, we are now creating the new wave and we're figuring out the new wave as it's unfolding. Yeah. Right now, Gen Z already has the Internet. It's already been established when you need to think about it. Like we were the bridge between both sides. Yeah. We had to test the Internet for them to be able to use the Internet the way that they do. And also we went through the change of parents being like like our parents. Parents were probably really strict didn't really take time to be a parent to them, really didn't understand what it means to be a parent in a child's life, how to nurture a child, how to raise a child. Everything was strictly disciplined for a lot of people, like a lot of black people too. Like your parents really didn't take the time to sit down and learn you something. Like they didn't learn about you. They didn't give you the flexibility to express yourself. So I feel like when our parents came up raising us, they had a fight to kind of decide if they wanted to raise us like their parents raised them or raise us the way that we needed to be raised and cater parenting to us. You preach. So we were like the trial period where it's like, all right, I'm going to be strict, but I'm also going to give them a chance to express themselves. And some people may have experienced it at different levels. But I feel like for me, my parents didn't like my dad. He wanted to bring in what his parents gave to him. My stepmother she wanted to give me what her parents gave to her which was like the freedom so I got like a nice little balance but it still like wasn't it's to the point where when millennials become parents we've experienced both you know right so with our kids they're getting a little bit more expression we have been to therapy to understand what our traumas were our parents may not have went to therapy. Don't want to they about, may don't not want to have talked her. to a therapist. But I feel like, and I may be wrong because I didn't do the research, but millennials actually take time to focus on mental health and say, oh, that child has autism instead of let me spank it out of them. Or that child may just be a little, not he may be a little gay, but like, oh, he may have some time. He needs some time to express his sexuality. Like explore that. There's not just two genders. Like we're the generation that, Kind of open that up as parents. And don't get us wrong. We're not talking about all of us. Because mm-hmm. there's still some of y'all in a good Facebook debate right now <laughs> over if Zaza is old enough to know what she should be. Yeah. It's, it's a bunch of you nasty niggas still on here. And I'm, we not talking to y'all because all y'all did was take what y'all parents did and ran with it. But we went through that so y'all don't have to go through that. Right. But millennials are the ones. We're the parents now. 
Which is wild. I'm the pappy now. Which is wild <laughs> because I feel like for a long time they wanted us to be like them but better. And I'm like, bro, I made it to 29 with no kids. You think I'm about to send my kid to my grandma's house to be raised the way I was? Mm. Talk about it. That's <sighs> Staying with my grandma. And remember that? You get dropped off at grandma's house. You just be happy because she let you do whatever. I don't think this grandma, this new grandma is about to be like that shit. My mama still get mad at me now for breaking shit at her house. Mm-hmm. And I just said, I didn't feel like doing it. I still never told her I broke that thing at her. Yo, I was it's to, still, I was, I was it's still hit it. It's, I hit it in her backyard. Yeah, he did the equivalent of kicking the ice under the, uh, under the fridge. Recently, when we was at your mom's house for yeah. Jazz's birthday, you broke something and you didn't tell her? Yeah. Hit I, that shit. Mm, hit it. I don't want to say nothing because my mom listens to this. So I don't ever break nothing. I'll tell you when I break it. that's also a thing that is wild to go back to your point at some point we still have to lie to our parents lisa lisa check behind uh the tv oh man i mean we nah that's that's gen z i'm just joking lisa i feel like lisa would can you stop calling my mom by her name on this podcast there is a million and a half lisa's in the world but how many never mind because i ain't even gonna break it down for you because you you really acting like you ain't grow up with the internet right now and it's getting crazy oh okay um so they about to go scrolling on that do i be saying your mom name on here i mean my mom was on here okay we didn't address that we ain't say that we ain't say that chill chill on my mom i don't know if she ready for all this fame that's gonna come to her and she finds to all these firm requests that she about to get off. Now of, you're nah, making no, it. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not making it, it high. I'm not making it high. Anyway, so you just got. Yep, she did. <laughs> what? She sure did. He said that like he was trying to bag his mom. <laughs> like, hey, bro, she fine. Like, no, 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 no. She, like, she's talking about her. She's talking about her mom. That's what she, she was talking about. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she's not ready for that heat. <laughs> Give her some space. She's still trying to flex on her little social media pages. But um, yeah. So, parents and millennials. In the workplace. That's probably the biggest beef we got. In the workplace, though. Because don't nobody be talking shit but our parents. I don't want to blame our parents, though, because we got to think about where they came from. The boomers raised them. and uh, yeah, We didn't learn that racist shit. Uh, yeah. But I will say cracking the heart. Actually, it was a silent generation. That's what the generation before our parents are called. They were born in 1925 to 1945. Which is very accurate because they didn't talk to each other at all. But why don't our grandparents talk to us? I, night, uh, no BS. I was listening to something over the week, and oh. I don't know if you guys have your grandparents still around, but it's important to get them stories from them. Like, grand, my my memories of my grandparents from my dad's side, like they just really was like being grandparents. Like they ain't tell me no stories. Maybe it's because I was like five, but still, like tell me some stories that I could remember by now. I almost had some problematic shit. What? Go on. Let me get. Let me get ready. Go, Go ahead. This is safe space. They I mean, know you by now. I mean, they were products of slaves. They probably weren't allowed to talk. I'm only gonna go halfway because it they there could be not necessarily slaves, but it, they could have been sharecroppers or stuff like that. That's so, the truth in what you so said. So there's some, some there's some truth in that. Uh, no it's uncomfortable. But there's some truth in that. There's some truth in that. Uh, they I'm wasn't saying, allowed to share they, too much. They, you know what I'm right. saying? I mean, your parents couldn't they weren't allowed to read and so then we had to you had to secretly parents parents. To parents, parents oh parents 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 right so you know it's their it's, parents parents right yeah. and if they i mean i hope that if your grandparents are still alive and you're listening to this go sit down with them if you have the ability to sit down with your grandparents and get them stories about your history their story where they came from get that information now because that way you don't got to be out here doing that little ancestry, little test and all that stuff. Just ask them where they came from, where their parents came from. Get that information while they're here. You, That's, probably, yeah, you probably still should, I mean, just no, give up your DNA. Don't nah, don't nah, give nah, up your DNA, nah, especially a, if you black the fuck. That's a Babylon thing. Mm-mm. Nope. I ain't got shit to do with that. It's an ix name for me. I don't care. Ix day on a DNA I say. Be, I can be from royalty. and won't find that out. And won't find, they gonna lie to you from the DNA test. You trust the DNA, they go, it's another measly running around out here if you gave them your DNA. But that was just cause. Then, with the, then now imagine. You better not. <laughs> you better stop. Somebody in a in a in a parallel universe <laughs> out here with a ten piece killer radio <laughs> talk about it's your boy me easy. <laughs> he said he said he, they didn't need a swab for his DNA to be running around here. That's what he was. That's what he was trying to get at. Go they, didn't ahead. Need, they didn't need a cotton swab. Oh, 
okay. my life is like an episode of CSI. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so us talking about like parents and our relationships with parents. I wanted to dig into par- like dealing with the old the other generations in the workplace. I've talked now y'all know I'll be working, but I'm getting a job soon. Amen. Um so look at the manifest. <laughs> oh sorry, my bad. I didn't mean to do Can we take a moment to talk about how the yeah. They're haters. Okay. All right. So my, this is my, my big thing. I feel like that most of the older generation, right, they can be silent generation, boomers and stuff like that. And Gen X. I think that they hate because most of us, you know, we're educated. You know, we're probably one of the most educated generations. And uh, most of us are either the age of their kids or, or their nieces and nephews. Right. And I feel like there's this bias of all grandkids or grandkids. Right. I think there's this bias of like you remind me of somebody that you might be familiar with that might be immature or might be doing certain other things. Right. And you kind of see how they kind of give it up and you you talk down on us. You look down on us. Right. Like you you basically hate on us for our ambition. Right. By trying to say, oh, we're too green. Right. Or we're too new. And you don't, you know, yeah, just don't really put respect on our names. Or we got the participation award. Let me tell you something. I never got a participation award at Field Day. Okay. That's Gen Z. Okay. So for all of you guys mixing us up with the Zoomers, we don't get participation awards as millennials. We had to work for that. And I got the scars on my leg to prove it. Okay. During that sack potato race, that was me. That was me. If I lost, I lost. I didn't get a, oh, good job, Raz, for participating. It was Go sit to the side. We'll, we'll We're going to let the winners play. Ride. Right. Yeah. Like, you, you it was. Can, you can tell a millennial if they all have that same uh, scar on their knee. Right. And I remember sitting to the side and picking the grass. That's a memory I have because I wasn't allowed to play because I got put out of kickball. Gen Z, do you know what kickball is? I feel like you got put out of kickball. <laughs> Not for uh, not for being bad at kickball, but you was probably out here trying to throw that bitch at people's heads, and that wasn't allowed at school. Dodgeball? I couldn't play dodgeball Again, either. you was out here probably trying to aim at heads Babe, and face. I was the one who got knocked in the head with the ball. I, I was the one. Oh, you was out here <laughs> It like, was me. Stop catching the ball with your face, <laughs> I like little Q. <laughs> Try to dodge the dodgeballs. Yeah, so the boomers at work, they look at us like somebody that they know, thinking, oh, you're the same age as such and such, so I could talk to you any type of way. No, nah, excuse me, that. ma'am. I told my supervisor last <laughs> night, I'm not coming in this bitch tomorrow. I let him know. It ain't. That wasn't my availability when I signed up for this bitch. I mean, it was at your discretion that you changed the schedule. You didn't ask me. And didn't. So fuck you. I got something to do. That part, emphasis on the fuck you. And I, let, and I let him know. Okay. Yeah, I had to. Uh, and next Friday, I won't be in this bitch either. But I will tell you, some of them old folks, some of them old folks you got to, you know, show love to. Because some of them be looking out if you get a good one. Like, I remember one time it snowed, and uh, this old lady, sweet lady, love her to death. Like a must, work, be, must be Gen X, because the boomers would never. It's like a work. She like my work grandma. All right, let's ease up a little bit. She though. used to. Ease up off with gas. That's crazy. <laughs> she used to go out. She used to, make the old, she used to make the old men when they go to lunch bring her shit back. So one day it snowed, and them niggas had just went to lunch and just, like, on their way back. She made them get, the, get her a Whopper. She caught me one, too. I'm like, oh, she looking out. So it's something you can meet out here that don't be player hating. You know, she listening to 102 in her car, so she be lit when she come to work some days. She got the bumper stick on on the back. Don't yeah, you, she told me. No, she don't, but she told me the other day that her favorite song was Pussy Talk by City Girls. I'm going to just say, if it don't apply, let it fly. I'm not saying all boomers is like this. I'm not saying all exes is like this. I like but if some of this, if, if some of this shit is hitting to your chest... That means you need to reevaluate the way that you're acting in the workplace. And as millennials, don't be don't be afraid to tell them. I know we under, we're supposed to be respectful and do all that other shit, but you don't know them people. Mm-mm. Y'all appears while y'all at work. You got to respect me, too. So I told the, motherfucker, the other motherfucker last night, hey, I'll be here when I get here. Don't ask me, uh, was I late or why I was late. I'll be here when I get here. Mind your business. Okay. They were your peer, though. They weren't your your No. Superior. Because he had to go to the bathroom and he wanted me to give him a break. Bitch, hold that shit. I don't care what your water pills say. Mm. 
Okay. So the last thing I want to touch on, I feel like we touched on a lot. We talked on the everything that we contributed to the culture. We talked about us being the most hated. We talked about why we're better than other generations, which, I mean, is self-explanatory. We're just the best. Um, and also how we did everything we are supposed to do but ended up with nothing. The next thing I want to touch on is the tragedies that we experienced in this generation and how it helped us become who we are today and how it shaped everything that we know life to be up to this point. A lot of us experienced 9-11 when we were in middle school, especially the elder millennials, or we may have been in elementary school as millennials, experiencing the 9-11 tragedy happening the anniversary anniversary of that just passed so sorry to anybody who lost anyone in 9-11 um it was a it was a shock for us and not to mention the wars that we've been in as a country the racism police brutality that we still continue to experience corona um school shootings corona's the tragedy corona is a freaking tragedy dog is like it just because we can't go outside the way we no to? people died like niggas we, die every day no and that's what i was let's gonna, talk about flu wait, season hold a minute wait a minute that's what i was gonna get to so we have been fortunate enough not to experience somebody that we know closely dying from corona but other people have so i say all this to say everything about tragedies has made us kind of normalize death like we're it's to the point where we're we don't even feel emotion behind somebody dying we just know that it's something that's going to happen and it shouldn't be like that like we should at least like you saying niggas die every day i say that a lot i say that all the time like niggas gonna die like that's what i say but it's not the right thing to say like it is a human life that dies but experiencing all of these tragedies got us to this point where we look at death like, I mean, you thought he was a vampire? Is this Dracula? He's not coming back. And that's not normal. But I feel like that's the way you process it. I don't think it's a healthy way to process it. I mean, but I think that's how you're supposed to process it. There's nothing you can do. At some point, you have got to get to a point where you realize this person's not coming back. But you can. But I think there's also the piece that you are allowed to feel that people don't allow themselves to do, right? So, yeah, like, you know, we are numb to it because it does happen. And, and it, I think the Internet kind of helps, like, push it even more, right? Because we, we see it often, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Like, if you... I know some people who who live on live leak, right? And you know they they like they thrive in that type of that type of space. Um, but I think yeah, I think there's you know I feel like we also kind of allowed ourselves to feel in some cases because I can sit here and say that yeah, when uh, Black Panther you know passed away, like that kind of threw me off, right? When Kobe you know was was killed. That threw me off. Right? But you still beat yourself up about feeling those feelings about those people dying. You weren't allowing yourself. You were at war with yourself internally about, am I allowed to feel away about this person dying? Or am, should I just wash it over and keep moving because the next internet uh, feed popped up and now I'm on to that? But I think that's because it's uh, it's in a level of attachment. Like... When you see your, uh, like Kobe, you see your childhood heroes, you outlive your, well, you're going to do that, but like you watched his career start, watch it peak, and then watch it end, and then to see him die, it's like, bro, I actually lived through all of this. Mm -hmm. Like, all of my childhood heroes from athletics do not play sports no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Some of my favorite uh, artists, musicians are not alive right now, and we're never gonna be able to get that back. But it's also part like you gotta like realize everything they meant to you still means to you the same. Like I didn't see Kobe every single day, but now it's just not gonna be new Kobe content to continue my love for Kobe. But all the old ones I still got, and let me tell you. Every time that 81 game come up on my timeline, I watch it. Because mm-hmm. that, that show you that guy was a fucking a monster. Right. So I think it's like the level of attachment. Like me, I lived in North Carolina. I don't have the same attachment to 9-11 as E do, who was mm-hmm. there. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't under, I didn't understand it at in the fifth grade. I barely kind of understand it now. You know what I'm saying? Versus somebody who was there and understood the magnitude of what was happening, the entire fucking city shut down. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like where your level of attachment to shit is, is how you feel about certain shit. I ain't see Black Panther, so I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't understand what this whole magnitude of what the path, I get what it represents, but it doesn't hit me the same. But for a nigga like Mac Miller to die, who I was a fan of their music, right. it feels weird like not being able to... Hear new stuff Expect or, or see new, new shit stuff, Because right. he's not Coming back Yeah I think It's just something As a generation That we had to experience And Okay I know a lot of the stuff That we talked about Every other generation Probably experienced too But It's not to take away From y'all experiences But We Kind of have a spotlight On us right now Like we're expected To do so much And Live up to Like you said earlier To the generation before us And Gen X, they they was great. They did some things. But millennials, I'm going to let y'all talk, but millennials had the best run of this month. Gen X, you're going to let them talk. Yeah, Gen X, I'm going to let y'all talk, but millennials, let's just, I mean. Everybody hates everybody. Y'all started it, but we we finished it. Like, look look how crazy this is. She was, never mind. Okay, um, because her family don't play. (laughs) Fuck Rosa Parks. All she did was be tired like the rest of us. I um yeah I can't. Stand we gotta that. start. That's one of I the things we. That. That's one thing that. we need to start doing and start looking at this shit for what it is. Mm-hmm. Fam, she was tired and was like, "No, I'm not getting up." I don't think she planned to be revolutionary that day. She just did great shit by accident, <laughs> like that fueled some shit. Niggas put something behind it. So you remember earlier when you said that you were like Kanye West? Keep going. All right. I mean, what Rosa Parks did was really good, but then what he said on the flip side was kind of add some truth to it. Mm. Martin Luther King was trying to bring people together, but he was fucking up families. If you catch that joke, play it back in your head. He was fucking up families. All righty. Um, well, and it was Jesse Jackson's fault. I feel like we covered a lot of. We covered a lot of stuff during this millennial episode. I think it's safe to say that we need a break and we'll be back with our final thoughts. And we're back. So for our final thoughts, let's just take a moment because I started off hot. I want to finish hot. Can't start hot, get cold and, and keep it cold. No, let's start hot, get cold, finish hot. Fuck this shit. I'm sick of y'all talking shit about millennials. We run this motherfucker. That's that on that. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh I am sick of uh like the artists that we claim to have no talent being criticized for not having talent when all they're doing is sampling music the same way motherfuckers back in the day did it. Mm. Just cause you could sing don't mean like you was creatively making this shit up. You sampled some shit. Like Stevie Wonder made a bunch of shit. That are slaps before he ever got to uh, songs in the kid life. Your baby Nippy, your baby Miss Whitney. It's Do- a song of hers that y'all think is hers. I I ain't never heard Dolly Parton sing that bitch. It's a song of hers that y'all think is hers. I ain't never heard Dolly eh. Parton sing that shit. Eh. It ain't. It ain't. She sampled it. You know what I'm saying. So don't 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 try to pick and choose when you want to talk about artists and what they sample. If you not talk about your artists and what they sample, don't. Okay? Don't talk about millennials always being on a phone when you niggas had sex chat lines that you had to use from the house phone. When you asked me to set up your Facebook for you, Ooh. you didn't tell me. You you wasn't talking about always being on your phone then because you wanted to be on your phone. That's why you wanted to get a Facebook. You got a you got an iPhone just like I do. Okay, and, what? and now all you do is sit up on that phone, but you know what you can't do? Answer the phone when I call. Okay. <sighs> Hey, bro, you, that's triggering a little bit. <laughs> like, my mom only calls me from Facebook. <laughs> like, she sends text messages only, like, from Messenger. Like, I'm a little triggered right now, bro. I feel you. Listen, uh, E, do you have anything to add to something you sick of as a millennial? Just I'm sick of us being oh, pretty fucking done. great. And y'all, like, downplaying this shit. 
LeBron James is in 17th year, still playing at a high quality level. I don't care what the Suns was doing with that girl in that room. Them niggas don't make the playoffs. I'm not done. Y'all said narcissists, right? Like, we ain't sit up here and teach the Zoomers how to do what they do. But we narcissists, though. We only care about ourselves. We only worried about ourselves. Stop thinking we, stop telling us we think we know everything when we had to raise ourselves. We was the ones who told them kids to put the Tide Pods down, not y'all. Y'all was laughing at them. We raised them motherfuckers while y'all was at work. Who y'all think did perks if they wouldn't do them? What? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I, 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 I would hope that I would have a, a gas sound on here. So we gonna do a mini. <gasps> What's up with you? Okay, you guys aren't rolling with that. Uh, too, too far? Okay. Wow. All right. Like, um, like you learn some shit. Every time. Every day. Every, and it's always here. Every, it's it's, it's, it's never, like you live with it. Yeah, it's never outside of here. It's always within this one hour. <laughs> My period was hard. It was. <laughs> I needed something strong. <laughs> Tylenol wasn't doing it. Not even the extra strength. Boy, the Tylenol was hitting the right. Tylenol was it. I needed something hard Damn. and quick. <laughs> Best time of my life. Nigga popped a perk for a period. <laughs> popped a perk. Let it flow through my body. Ooh. <laughs> All right, what you got, oh, A? I just want y'all to respect us. That's it. I'm simple. Like my thing is like, res- like we're the ones that's figuring it out for you. Like that's just all. Like you're you got to a point where it's like, hey, you still trying to figure out how to download something? We got you. But don't sit around, turn around, and then still talk to me like I'm a five year old. Right. I'm still. It ain't using, flying. No I'm you still. You paying for the Netflix, and I'm gonna use the password. I'm doing it wrong. Thank now. God. Thank God. I won't shit on them because thank God they still got cable because when you don't pay your cable bill and you need to log in online and you got the password because you knew the password and shit, it's still clutch. Mm-hmm. Very clutch. Yeah. Very clutch. Don't, don't, don't mind, don't mind me or why, why, uh, WWE network is on your bill. Don't worry about it. I know you don't watch it, but you still need it. Shout out to y'all for keeping a uh, squiggly channel with the porn on for us. We, we appreciate that. All right. So, um, some good nights. Them, them good nights with that squiggly channel. See, I don't know what channel it was for you, but it was ninety nine for me, and so, I, I caught some of the best porn in my life through that squiggly. So line. The, this is my question: What was on the last channel? What was what? Because you already know you already had to have the last channel already set up, so that if someone popped up in on, on you, you were you were looking like you were watching something else. So what was on that channel? For my you? mom worked thirty shoes, so I was good. Music, <laughs> music, the one, music, the one that like he fell asleep with it still on. Mom walked in the house. In I mean, the morning, it's off by there. You know, hands all crusty. Like, nah, his I got fingers, I, his fingers but stuck I, together. I do have, I do have tennis elbow from Cinemax. <laughs> Cinemax was going up, boy. When they start putting the, uh, the Zane true stories, and it was like representation of black people on Cinemax. Oh my god! Real sex HBO is where I learned about orgies. I didn't know people could have group sex. It's the Bunny Ranch. That. What? That was fucking fucking. I mean, I wouldn't personally partake in a bunny ranch, but I would. They have a bar. I wouldn't go in there for a drink. Okay. All right. So speaking of slapping your meat, making love to yourself, skin and max, real sex, let's let's give them a song they can have sex to. Yeah, Keeping I'm about to fingers crusty. You are now tuned now in. Tuned in. <laughs> uh, you are now tuned in to WMEZ. This week is uh, Dodger B. This song is called Show Me. Here. Oh, the baby maker of the week. WMEZ. I don't know how I fucked that up. Textually active.
Naja B, Deja B. I'm sorry if I'm fucking it up. That was Show Me. That was, you know, I, I, I got a little tingle off that. That, that kind of slapped a little bit. Uh, but that's been added to your baby make a playlist. If you appreciated that song, be sure to go to your favorite DSP, Tidal, Apple Music, and or Spotify. Go over there. Uh, type in Textually Active Podcast. And you too can catch the rug burn. <laughs> Presented to you by Textually Active Podcast and <laughs> WMEZ. Textually Active. All right, guys. This is you are a, sick. This is the time where we pull our memes out. We talk about something that we've seen on the internet that really made us chuckle. Um, I was trying to find a meme that related to this episode, but you know, everything about millennials is how we're so trash, how we're not having kids. How we are spreading coronavirus because we have to work service jobs. Like, shut the fuck up. So, I'm just going to go funny. And my meme this week is... Okay, here it is. Why every time I get in the shower, I start hearing motherfuckers break in the house? That is legit a fear. Yeah. Like, why is it only when you're in the house by yourself you, like, hear noises? Yeah. Like, it's like I'll hear the door because our door has we have the little alarm thing so I'll go doo doo yeah. and I'm thinking I'm in the shower I'm like well if this is how it ends the other day I looked at Jazz <laughs> and said I thought a nigga was trying to use the key to get in here right I said it to Jazz we the only two people like <laughs> it was <Right>. just us <laughs> and then so. to make it worse like my neighbors are so loud like I can hear them walking so I can't tell the difference between somebody actually walking in my apartment or, or somebody walking in their apartment or the noise from upstairs somebody knocking on my door or their baby drumming on the floor like I don't know the difference so Fuck it's really are, it's really stressful taking a shower these are days are playing wee bowling like with like like not wee bowling like on the game but like actually in their living room mm-hmm. like at, with themselves yeah but uh, yeah, that that happened to us the other day when we had to go get some food and stuff like that. So you had to take a second trip, and I heard we heard the alarm go off of the door, and I definitely walked through the house to make sure no one was trying to get the drop on us. Yeah, it would be in your like you just came home and you feel like somebody in there, and you look behind the shower curtain. Yo, like, that's the first nigga, place you look. If this nigga hide behind the shower curtain, I'm finna beat his ass. Yo, just snatched it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh. I'm gonna uh go next. Uh basically it's very, very simple. I kinda was thinking about it and then I found something on online that kinda really kinda saw it. So I was having a bowl of cereal the other day. And um unlike some of you nasties out there, I uh use almond milk for my cereal. Go off um, game. Right. But I had to think about it. Whoever discovered milk was doing some real weird shit to that cow. Hey, he was on some nut like he he milked a nut. He literally was on some nut shit. He invented nut shit. That's a great double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Uh, I guess I'll bring it on home. Bring it home. I'm going to speak to us. Mm-hmm. Us. Talk to us. And actually, go with the episode on the low. Imagine your car declines at brunch, and the server takes your phone and deletes them boomerangs or them immersives clicking you took. <laughs> That's a good payback. <laughs> Millennials invented brunch. Millennials invented memes, so I feel like that alone goes along with the episode. Millennials invented boomerangs. All right. I thought Beyonce did, but whatever. A Beyonce is a millennial, so. Oh, true. There it is. Uh, it's hard for me to believe that Beyonce not 40 yet. <laughs> I'm just going to put this out there. Yeah. Her internet age is a millennial, so we're rolling <laughs> with it. Okay. Her stage age is a millennial. <laughs> like you, 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 like trying to tell me Jay Z's really fifty, but Beyonce not forty yet. Fuck! Oh, that that's nasty. And I, all right, go. We going, we going, we going go. Y'all want to talk it. about it? We rolling with Y'all it. Y'all want to talk about it? Uh-huh. You mean tell me Jay Z really fifty, but Beyonce not forty? Uh huh. Like what kind of nasty shit is this? Here's the thing: if you listen to this episode and you don't have an appreciation for millennials, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and log off. It's time for you to stop. Okay. Um, if you listen to this episode and you appreciate millennials a little bit more, I want you to go text your, mill- your favorite millennial. Tell them thank you. Fuck it. Text me. Tell me thank you for, for, <laughs> for sharing this message with everybody on behalf of millennials because I know y'all sick. I'm sick. You're, okay? you're, you're a narcissism, Michelle. She is very po- po- like mm-hmm. passionate about millennials. I'll just say I've read my set. I don't really fuck with y'all, but. I rep my set. My set is millennials. My set is Virgo. 
My set is TA. I'm going to rep my set. So, millennials, <laughs> this episode was for y'all. I did it for y'all. <laughs> okay. Hey, you really got the strap on, dude. Okay, guys. Um, make sure you guys come back and listen to another episode of Sexually Active. We drop every Tuesday at um, whatever time Eric feels like putting out the episode. Um, <laughs> I just did the meme with a little boy like, look. And then look back. We drop every Tuesday at 6 a.m. We will be back next Tuesday. Um, if you like what you see and you want to keep up with us in the meantime, in between time, catch us on social media. We're on Instagram at Textually Active Pod. We're on Twitter at Textually Act Pod. We're on Facebook at Textually Act Pod. And you can watch us on YouTube so you can see the face that Eric is giving me right now. Go run them um, up. Run them numbers up. This uh, man ain't blink yet. You want to fight about it? We are I black. said what I said. We're black-owned business. Uh, so you know you can support us since let's just like all the other this the shit I'm sick of the things that millennials make cool like <laughs> like let's let's like make our message to be no we're a black business support, support black us. businesses we're uh, entrepreneurs Listen. niggas this room spent we re- actually spent our government money on fucking LLCs <laughs> like we actually did this you know what I'm saying I got a new watch. But I also bought a business. So. Mm-hmm. so I got a new watch, too. Yeah, Remember saying. my Apple Watch? I wasn't wearing it for a while because I gave it a beat in and it was cracked. Um. <laughs> good, good, good Apple Watch. <laughs> While you was beating your watch, did you get all the rings closed? <laughs> <laughs> or like, son, did you lose a ring? <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, on that note, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.